0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at CuriousPlot.agency. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration sounded off on the end of the Black Sea Grain Initiative today and condemned the attacks on Ukrainian ports that followed. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says he spoke with the Romanian foreign minister on the subject today. And White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre used her opening comments at today's White House press briefing to warn of the possible escalations that could be coming from Russia.
1: They have destroyed port infrastructure and tens of thousands of t- tons of grain that could have fed hungry people around the world. What Russia is doing to Odessa has been devastating, and we continue to be concerned that the Russian military may expand their targeting of Ukrainian grain facilities to include attacks against civilian ships in the Black Sea. This is something we have been warning about, that we believe Russia may attack civilian targets and then blame those attacks on Ukraine in a false flag operation.
0: Russian President Vladimir Putin pulled the country from the Black Sea Grain Initiative last week over frustrations with the global treatment of Russian fertilizer exports. The White House also made news today by threatening a video of a House Republican spending bill that would slash funding for USDA and the FDA. It's a rare but not unprecedented move, and the administration says it's overcuts below the levels agreed upon in the June negotiations with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Those talks produced legislation that raised the nation's debt ceiling and also included restrictions on future spending. In a statement of administrative policy released Monday, the administration accused House Republicans of wasting time with partisan bills that cut domestic spending well below the June agreement. Biden also rolled out a separate veto threat for a bill to fund the Department of Veterans Affairs and the military's construction efforts. Both bills are on this week's agenda for the House of Representatives. You can read more on agripulse.com. Also online today, the Environmental Protection Agency is out with a new strategy to lessen the timeline for endangered species consultations for herbicides in the regulatory pipeline. EPA's effort is in draft form and would tie together broader protections across species populations with some specific mitigation measures. The agency has been hit with a host of lawsuits over its delays, but says the current regulatory protocol is in part to blame for the slow process. According to the draft strategy, if the EPA were to focus only on the pesticides subjects to legal action past and present, that would take until the 2040s under the current strategy and would account for only 5% of the agency's obligations. The agency says the new strategy would give similar mitigation efforts to herbicides with similar characteristics. Finally today, American producers looking for additional profit might need to look abroad. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more.
2: An economist says new trading partners will offer an opportunity to grow the U.S. ag economy. Dan Bossi is president of Ag Resource. In this week's Open Mic interview, Bossi says farmers are currently under pressure to keep their operations afloat.
3: The ag economy is suffering a little bit because of farm income dipping as, as costs rise and also as trade declines. Uh, USDA is projecting about a 16% drop in net farm revenue this year, which is important to the U.S. farmer. He's still making money, mind you. But again, uh, several years of this will become uh, difficult and unpalatable for him again, and that's something we need to watch.
2: Bossy says even though the U.S. faces competition from other global powers, he thinks India could play a significant role in supporting the U.S. ag economy.
3: We may be several years off from India really be, uh, being the importer that we'd like to see them but I think their recent reg- uh, problems with the monsoon, and-, and maybe here even with prior wheat crops, is showing that India is about ready to become a net importer of size and substance as opposed to being an exporter. And that's something we haven't seen going back to Norman Borlaug days, going back to the early 1970s.
2: In his interview, Bossey talks more about renewable energy feedstocks and price discovery. Listen to his full interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.
0: Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.